just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Please don't sue us. <laughs> At least not I. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, so this is episode 141 mm. of Land Party. Mm. We are mm. nine away, single digits from the big one five zero. That's good flavor sounds. That's yeah, like the, the noise you make when you eat a good cookie. You're like, mm, mm, mm. that's a good cookie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hearty, delicious, a hearty, delicious cookie. Um, that is this episode. <laughs> I can't make any promises if we're doing anything special, but Will is notorious for making promises and then we don't deliver. So, well, I deliver, but some not all the time. Less of the time, it's fine. Everything is fine. It's fine. It's all good. In the hood. In the hood. The so, man, hood. it's been a, been a decent week. Uh, yeah? Yeah. What have you been playing, buddy? Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. Ooh. This is Land Party. I'm Antonio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. Uh, we're going to start talking about it. It's um, I am Will, one of your other hosts. Uh, Tristan and, and Danny are uh, not here today. They have uh, life obligations, which are important, and we respect that. Tweet Tristan to feel better, although feel by better the time this it. goes up, hopefully he's already feeling better. I would assume so, because it'll be like two days later. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man, what have you been playing? Did you get to play much well, all this week? I did get to play a good amount this week. I, I have mostly been playing Red Dead. Okay. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into that first, um, but I'm just going to put a little note here so that I remember like what the hell to bring up in a minute. Wow! Because I've been doing all the other stuff. While you do that, I just want to say mm-hmm. I caught up. Uh, Erica stayed at some friends um, last night, and I uh, caught up on six episodes of South Park. I was behind on, and they have a running joke—not a joke, but yeah. In the last like episode or two, oh. they just like make references to Red Dead, and it's like all these things are going on, and they're like, "Oh, you're playing Red Dead Redemption too." <laughs> You're playing yeah. Red Dead Redemption too. Like everyone in the in that is playing Red Dead Redemption. It's so funny. That's awesome. Because you check know, that out. you know Matt and Trey and everyone who works at South Park Studios are also playing Red Dead Redemption. Like it's just like, it's so good. Yeah. Which reminds me, I need to finish um, the South Park game on Switch. I stopped playing because I was worried I was going to run into that save game save eating bug, but that should be. Was fixed. there still a game save eating? I don't. Th- I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they patched that out. That was that was in the summer ish. Uh, I was gonna say it's been a minute, but it sounds yeah. like they were really doing. That game is yeah. fun. But anyway, enough yeah. about me. Tell me about you, you beautiful bearded bastard. Well, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption Two has been definitely consuming most of my time. Uh, it is such a fantastic game, and it is incredibly dangerous that I have discovered also that I can stream um, the content of that game through my PlayStation to my Mac uh, wherever I am. Will just discovered PlayStation where, Remote Play. Wherever wherever I am, which um, means that if I wanted to just casually play over lunch, I can do that. When we were not a good thing to know. When we were in Disney kind of bumming it, well, like the one night, uh, uh-huh. Erica was reading on her Kindle, and I was actually streaming some Watch Dogs 2 oh uh, from Florida. Well, f- at, you know, in Florida, in Florida from, yeah. from here. It was pretty wild. Dude, that's insane. It's pretty wild. You need a decent internet connection, obviously, but the fact that you can do it is cool. Yeah, and then it doesn't feel too separated from the actual game. Like, I know no, there's latency, but it's not bad. I honestly think that's where maybe half of Galakai's uh, stuff went. Like, they're... Yeah. they're 
you know, anyway. Their world of money. The, the <laughs> tech that they got acquired. Continue. Um, well, so, okay, so I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. It's still really good. Uh, in case anybody is keeping tabs on how often do they bring up the game, which is a, which is a little mini game that I play uh, to keep tabs of whether or not it's worth purchasing. And usually my line for is it worth buying is if they bring it up three times in a row, mm-hmm. uh, three episodes in a row, at least when you and Tristan do it. If it's not three in a row, I usually won't pick it up. Um, <laughs> it's a little insight. <laughs> uh, so this is probably my this is probably the third for me. It's really good. I'm still playing it. I'm loving it. It is slow, but it is engaging. Uh, the story is fantastic. The The voice acting is insane. And Oh, yeah. It's just a really interesting... Like, some of the decisions I'm making in this game are bringing me towards, I guess you'd call them light side points or, like, honor points or whatever. And similar to any other kind of RPG where you can determine whether or not you want to be a bad guy or a good guy, I like... The fact that even though I'm trying to be quote unquote a good guy and find my redemption in this game, it it doesn't give me the easy out of saying, okay, now you're pious and like go get deputized and be a sheriff. Like, you know, it the mm-hmm. the game still says, okay, but you're still a bad guy, so you don't have to feel bad about murdering these people because as far as you're concerned, they deserve it. You know what I mean? You still suck. You still you're suck. Still an you're outlaw. just like you're still just you're sort of just like a better outlaw than you were. Like you're an honorable. You're an outlaw with a hint of a conscience, just yeah, a sliver. Like living by Dutch's words in the very beginning, which is you know, help men who need help and kill men who need killing. Mm-hmm. Like trying to decide which one of those you are. It's interesting. Um, so I'm really loving this game. Highly recommend picking it up if you haven't seen any of the Red Dead Redemption Two stuff. Uh, you've probably been living under a rock, but I'll give you some time to go and watch the YouTube. Uh, millions of YouTubers that are making content for this title, and I just say watch that for a little while and decide if you want to buy it. It's totally worth it. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been still playing Starlink, and uh, Starlink is still growing on me. You know, it's it's funny because it it shouldn't be so engaging, I sort of think. Like, after this long, I don't... I didn't expect it to continue to hold me, but I finally got to the last planet in that sector that you start the game in. Um, and I am desperately trying to bring down the creepy crawler spider bot in the next 30 oh, minutes. Oh, the, the primes? Yeah, I'm trying to bring down yeah. a prime on the final planet, and I have about 30 minutes, maybe less, probably closer to 20 minutes before the dreadnoughts shoots out another prime. Um, and I'm like, I'm hoping I can do it because when that actually happens, then I will have one hundoed this sector. Um, and then I get to decide like whether or not I want to go after the outlaw hideouts. And it just, it's, it's still really good. Like I told you guys before when I took the first dreadnought down and it reinfected all my planets, I was pissed off and I was like, wow, I want to do this. It's stupid. I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out it did. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back and I did them all. Uh, and it feels really good to clean out the planets and to be like, okay, I'm getting a hundred percent allegiance bonus from all this stuff. And like my ship's really powerful and I feel really OP, like just blasting through the universe, wrecking people. And it just, it's a great, it's a great game. Like there's not very much I can say that I don't like about it. It's good. Yeah. I, I kind of put that game on pause for a bit. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot that's out, you know, some other, it's hard to go back problem. and play. That's the problem. Other stuff came out and like, I went really in 
like really in the first like week or two. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, all right, I'm a little done with the grind, like the, the gameplay loop for now, but I'll mm-hmm. definitely hop back. Because um, no, there's really no other game like it that is out right now. I know. I, don't, I, I mean, I think. Well, on you Switch, know, if they anyway. put like a, if they put like um, they would never. But like an Elite Dangerous something, you know, <laughs> I'd play that. I know they can never do it. Oh, you're so. Funny. We're also reliant on the Frontier. Yeah, Frontier, and we're also reliant on who else? Like the network connection speeds yeah that's know. that's that's hopeful nintendo wishful thinking no way in no way in a handbasket anyway uh so i've been playing that super good i also went back into hollow knight oh. dun 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 hollow knight uh it's still really good oh yeah <laughs> that's a great that's, i mean it's a great game it's such a good game dude well i started watching because i you know i get bored every once in a while i start watching this content stuff to see what else is out there in the games that i might have missed it turns out I missed a whole lot, and there's, like, a shit ton of gems, and there's a shit ton of, like, uh, shell power-ups that I don't even know about, and I have to go find now, and, like, uh, there are bosses that I weren't, I wasn't even aware that I could fight, Mm because I just haven't stumbled on that part of the game, and here I was thinking, I'm facing the Hollow Knight, I'm facing the final, you know, sort of realm boss, and I, I didn't realize there was more that I could do before and after i do that like post coliseum there's more stuff post um in the depths you know like there's more bosses that i just haven't decided to take down past the friggin uh mantis lords there's even more content it's insane that game is that game is incredible it just never stops giving so jam-packed with content uh so atmospheric well, animation so, everything is it's just, just oh. it's tight it's so tight and then and it's also like 15 dollars, which is insane to me because yeah. this is absolutely more than a 15 game title it's um, including all the dlcs i know it's several years out so that makes sense but yeah um but yeah it's really good i saw this guy do a one of its kind run which is a no hit run Ooh. and it's an iron run so holy shit it's called Glass, uh, Glass Soul, and Iron, um, uh, Iron Man Run. And I think the the reason this is interesting is if you get hit uh, one time, you die. And if you die, the game deletes the save. Oh, that's so he brutal. has both of these options enabled, and he's doing this run, and it's a no hit run. And it's a speed run. And I'm like, how in the shit are you that good? I don't understand. So I'm just really jealous watching him play this. And I'm like, I can do that. I can be better than you. I, first off, I cannot. But second off, <laughs> uh, it inspired me to at least go back in and, and finish and explore more. Because it's just beautiful. I that love is, that game very that much. Brutal. Yeah. Um, so for the most part, that is it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like I touched into Salt and Sanctuary again for a little bit, but oh, I forgot you picked that up. I haven't yeah. heard you say anything about it. Um, ever. it was good. I well, it's, the problem was I got it exactly when I also adopted my dog. Um, oh, yep. And so I started to play it, and I started to draft my review, and I started to get into that, and then immediately my life flipped over, and I didn't have any time for anything except for maybe sleep, like an hour a day, maybe. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, I let the devs down because I didn't finish my review, and I'm so sorry about that. One day we'll get there, but um, yeah, it's a good game. I, I recommend it. If you're looking for basically Dark Souls on 
Switch. Uh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then 2D, Dark Souls, 2D Dark Souls. But then Dark Souls came out. Uh, uh, that's true. And yeah. so now you're sort of like, well, but you, it's still, a you didn't pick that up, it's right? 2D. No, I didn't. I, I that's my thought. It. Yeah. I'm on the fence because I I'm kind of between that and Moonlighter. I would get Moonlighter. I you know because you've already you've it, already played Moonlighter. I'm gonna hear. So here's my thought. I feel like Moonlighter yeah. is gonna be a much better on the go game. Probably, I agree with you. And you can also get your ass handed to you in that game as well, especially when you get to the boss. Yeah, I I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say that I don't want to play Moonlighter because I do, and it looks cool and there's like a lot of stuff about it that i like and uh, i've been really excited about it for a long time so i'm in this place where i really want to pick this game up but i also feel like they made the mistake of waiting so long that yeah they i mean the and like i get it you know push outs happen over to yeah bringing it over to switch took longer than they anticipated i like i'm i'm so down like i get it i am respectful of that and i understand that being a dev is not as easy as sitting in this armchair talking about video games like i get that but from the perspective of a consumer they let me sit for over six months no not six months over three months with it having been released on another console watching gameplay listening to people talk about it and then also which what happens to these games is letting the kind of hype die out because people aren't talking about it because other games came out and you could only hold people's attention for so long on one console for such amount of time on one game. Um, and so now when I'm looking at it, I'm like, I could get it or I could wait because there's other stuff that I also want to be doing with my time. But it is so cute and it looks like a great game. I don't know. I'm, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to buy it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get it. I'm nice. just griping for the sake of griping. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Tony. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Not a whole lot compared to you guys. I feel like everyone is much further than me. Um, Are you on the first campsite? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm still in Valentine. Um, Game is killer. Uh, You should think about that bank in Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. The thing about that game, though, is I feel like you have to have a good chunk of time. Mm -hmm. Like, if I have an hour or two, I might... Like, if I have, like, an hour... I probably won't hop into it uh, because it such in it's it well yeah and it takes so long to kind of do anything. Mm. Um, they do they sort of put it a little bit more episodic. I mean, like if you pick a mission, that's the thing. You have to pick a mission. If you're not picking a mission, yeah, it can suck you in for a very long time. Mm. If you're picking a mission, it's probably about thirty minutes of gameplay, maybe yeah. forty-five. But there are a shit ton of missions. And, like, there's a lot of ways for you to get sidetracked and be sucked off somewhere else in, like, the game, you know, Mm -hmm. Eastern Edge, go hunting for something. You can get lost fishing. I fished for, like, 40 minutes the other day. I didn't even mean to. Well. The game took me into a fishing cutscene, and I was like, all right, well, I'll just keep trying a little bit. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is fishing. And then all of a sudden, it was an hour later. What? You were such an old white man. Yeah, I know. I got caught fishing for hours. <laughs> oh, I found the good spots and I wrote I them down in my spot. handy dandy notebook. It's it's <laughs> um, notebooks are useful, man. Yeah, in 2018, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing a bit of that. I also picked up Diablo three uh, mm-hmm. because Danny and Tristan uh, 
picked it up. And of course, Danny loves the game, and Tristan was new to it. And I played a little bit of it when it first came out, mm-hmm. um, like what eight years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's so much better without the um, oh my god, what do they call it? It was their online store. I it's on the tip of my tongue the name of it. Anyway, uh, um, the the battle.net? No, store? no, 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 no. They 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 had like a an online store where you could trade and buy and sell like in-game goods and stuff. Um, something house. I don't know why the item house or something. I don't know. But they got rid of it because uh, people were exploiting it and stuff. And it's a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. I. Got to. I played with Danny and Trist last weekend, and Danny was super high level. So she leveled Tristan and I up. I was at like level thirty when I left, um, and I've been grinding on my own. Um, Danny, I love you. She she tried to join my game twice yeah. or have me, but she's so high, like it, it's not rewarding for me. So I canceled her request twice. Danny, oh no, Danny, love you, but I just want to grind on my own a bit. Oh no, um, gold-blooded. I, I got myself to level fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just a really cool, mindless, just like grind, loot, and then salvage it, and then get something better. For sure, Zingtons. Um, so that's cool. I'm digging it. Um, runs incredibly well in handheld and uh, docked mode on the Swatch. Um, Squamch. Online play is pretty good, because the three of us were playing online together last weekend over mm. the interwebs. You can also do local ad hoc i believe so you can link like four systems together without the interwebs i think don't quote me um i'm just i'm tweeting it now oh well well then (laughs) um yeah so that's a cool Mm -hmm. game uh and then i've also been playing moonlighter i did i was not gonna pick it up i was not gonna pick it up i was not gonna Uh pick it up and Uh then it was like 10 or 11 at night and i was like i'm gonna pick it up yeah i picked it up that's how it's, that's how it's did that game's fun i mean i played quite a bit of it on xbox because it's uh cross xbox anywhere so i could play between like pc and xbox uh, yeah but it feels so at home on the switch it runs so well on the switch it looks great um performance wise i've had zero issues uh i played most of it in handheld um for those of you who don't know, Moonlighter is a cool game that we've been hyped about since, like, what, two packs east now? So, like, two years? Easily. Basically, you play as a dude named Will. Yep. That's um, another reason why I kind of want to get it. Yeah, because it's got your... It's got my name you in got it. got your name in it, Will. William. William. So, you, you play as William, and you own your parents' shop. Yeah. Um, I think you, you inherited it. You inherited it, it yeah. Because I got consumed in the dungeons. Right, and it's not doing so hot. Um, and there's like these four mystical gen- dungeons that kind of came up out of nowhere and it's attracted all kinds of people who want to come and get all kinds of loot. Um, uh, so what's cool is basically the gameplay loop is you, uh, it's a shop simulator by day and then a dungeon crawler by night. And what's really cool is you go into these dungeons, you kill all kinds of enemies, get all kinds of loot and you upgrade your weapons, you cra- upgrade and craft your armor, you upgrade and craft like all kinds of things that give you different stats. So it's got a little bit of RPG elements, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Um, and then you but also like, you've set the prices on stuff too, right? Right. So then you also but you have no idea what it's worth. So you could be underselling the market. Exactly. Sure. So then you also have to go and you sell your wares in your shop, and you don't know what the prices are. So you have to look at how 
customers react. So like there'll be a little like a uh, thought bubble. And then if they pick it up and it like makes a certain like coin sound or whatever, they'll have a smiley face with uh, coins for eyes. And that lets you know yeah, you just that. got a raw deal, my man, because you sold your shit too cheap. Uh, if you get a regular happy face, that means that's a good price. If you get a mildly annoyed face, that means probably so- a great price. You sold it a little, a little higher than the customer wanted to pay, but they really wanted it, so they bought it anyway. And then an angry face means, yo, that shit is way too expensive. Nobody wants to buy it. Kind of like what Apple is doing with some of their products right I now. Oh shit! Now. Well, I mean, let's be honest; they kind of are. The average yeah. selling price is crazy high, but it's crazy high. It's good shit. Good stuff. Really good hardware. Good software. Market will bear it. You should buy it. Market bears it. Anyway, it's kind of like that. Um, You also don't want to oversaturate the market with certain items because then the demand will plummet and the price people are willing to pay will plummet. So you want to always kind of rotate what you're selling. Each dungeon has its own set of uh, like items and, and ingredients and things like that that you could sell. You mm-hmm. also um, so you you know use all the money in order to buy and uh, craft potions at this lady who crafts potions. Okay. Um, you also use the money in order to get upgrades for your shop and the town. So for example, uh, I, I know that. yeah. So for example, I unlocked it was four thousand. We'll just say dollars, whatever. Sure. It was four thousand, and what it does is it incentivizes everyone to always add an extra ten percent tip. That paid for itself in no time. Wait, you know? how do you how do you incentivize people to tip you? By incentivize, it just does it automatically. Oh, the description just says incentivize, but it they just <laughs> they give you ten. You know what you paid for? You know what that upgrade is? Is you've got hitmen. <laughs> Probably you bought enforcers to stand around outside your shop and be like, "Did you leave a tip? Did you ever watch?" Uh, and they're like. No, and they're like, you go back in there, you leave 10% or I'll break your legs. Did you ever watch Invader Zim? Yeah. Actually, what's happening is I have garden gnomes with laser beams right That's outside. That's what you got. Yeah. That's what you got. Um, people down. There's other upgrades. I don't know what they are yet because some of them are like locked. Um, mm. And then you have upgrades for your town. So, for example, you're the only shop, um, but then the armory uh, isn't there. A monopoly. Yeah, the armory isn't there. Uh there is an other general store like that you can no, get you so you can purchase ingredients. Well, no, you need them. No, you run them out of town, and then you own the means of production. Listen, I mean, I get what you're trying to do. Okay, seize the means of production. That's not the way the game works. Oh. All right, it's all about building a community. I thought it was an RPG, and it's all about you know, shop locally and don't buy your shit at Wally World. There's no Wally World in the game. Impact Global. Yeah, uh, so those are the different um, town upgrades. So right yeah. now I've got like 20,000. Um, and then you unlock these. There's three other abilities you unlock. So the first one uh, is you get a pendant. And what that allows you to do is anytime you're in a dungeon, you can warp back to town at any time. But it costs uh, you gold, uh, like 400. Whoa. So I always, yeah. But I mean, you can get gold so easily. Like I could sell a couple items and get three, 400. But it's useful um, if you're loaded up with stuff. Exactly, because right? the thing is, like each each 
dungeon, at least that, well, I haven't gotten past the first one yet because uh, the boss is crazy and I'm starting a new gameplay on Switch. But uh, the first dungeon's three levels deep and then you have the boss and the boss is insanely hard. Um, so what I do is like, I just try and build up a nice, you know, pad. Um, and I'm just doing some grinding to get better gear and everything. Okay. But the thing that's cool about the game is it doesn't let you get too high of gear and become too OP because a lot of the other gears, you need stuff from the second dungeon and the third uh, dungeon, etc. So you can't just like grind for 50 hours and then just completely slay the boss. Like they have it balanced pretty well as far as that goes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I love uh, this game. You could be, you might be convincing me here. It's, it's, see. it's good. It's good. Oh, yeah. you also get uh, this mirror, and what it does is, let's say you're carrying too much gear. Um, instead of dumping your items, you can actually throw it into this like pendant, which is in your inventory, and mm -hmm. it'll convert it to some gold. Um, so another thing, an example is like, let's say you're in a dungeon, and maybe you want to get out, but you're a couple coins short. You can like kill some enemies and then just sell some shit. Um, you're not gonna get the best prices, but you can get you know. I frequently, instead of dumping items, will just get the minimal amount of coins I can, whatever this like pendant gives me. So mm. you know, it's because some some money's better than nothing. Um, yeah, huh. man, it is pretty dope. Uh, it reminds me. I tweeted the other day. I was like, playing Moonlighter is like playing Stardew Valley, except yeah. with pockets of anger sprinkled throughout when I like right. when I fuck up a run. Yeah, because I'll have so much good stuff. And I'm like, man, I could get so much money for this. And then I, uh, you know, do you try lose and all of it on death. You do. Oh, you man, lose. I have to get this your game. inventory is wiped. Another cool thing is real quick about the inventory is so I'm let's say you let's say let's say you have 20 slots, right? Uh -huh. Sometimes you're because there's also chests, and you have to beat a room full of enemies to get the chest. Sometimes right. these items will uh, chests will have items that you like. Most of the stuff you can just generally throw in any slot, but some things you can only throw in the top. Uh, row or bottom row of your inventory or some things you can only throw in the either one of the corners oh. um, and some things will wipe out other items adjacent to it so you really kind of have to strategize every now and then and you'll just be sitting there being like uh, and you'll hover over an item and if it's something you sold before you can quick hit uh, your trigger our trigger and it'll take you into your journal and your journal keeps track of what each item has sold for. Mm. So you can be like, well, this isn't really worth it. I'm going to dump it. Um, so it's kind of like, it's not crazy inventory management, but it's strategic inventory management as far as trying to get the best run that you can to sell things. Right. Well, it's, it's a good game. You like it? I, do, I love it, man. It's like, like I said, it's just, it's so chill, like Stardew Valley, but it also has a lot of really good, uh, difficult combat in the later dungeons. Right. It's a sweet game. It's a Dang sweet it. game. Um, I love it on Switch. Uh, it, I've been I've been playing that probably most between that and Diablo. Um, yeah. I'm really into loot games right now. Like Red Dead's cool, but uh, Diablo and especially Moonlighter is so easy to just pick up and play. Red Dead would be slightly improved if it did not uh, require me to manually click the pick that shit up button well not just click it but like hold it in you, you have to, to do a lot of buttons there's a lot of button hold ins yeah the biggest annoyance for me is having to hold down a button while i'm in cinematic mode i'm like dude just 
Just go with the flow. Yeah. Auto hold the button for me. What are you yeah, playing? I would what, rather what you, if it's in what are you playing cinematic. right now? What are you, what are you playing right now? <laughs> I've heard you, I've heard you playing stuff. I was gonna play Moonlighter, but my switch I forgot to grab it, so you're lucky. Yeah, I well, I am lucky. I'm I'm I may or may not be going through Star uh Starlink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's all I've been playing. Uh couldn't, we... couldn't gush enough about good old Moonlighter there. It so. looks it looks good, man. Honestly it does. And I, I could be convinced. I think you've you've made the strongest argument for me so far. It's twenty five. Not bad. It's not bad. It's um, just do I wanna finish Hollow Knight? Do I wanna finish I don't Star know, man. Link? Do I wanna finish Red Dead? Hollow I'm Hollow trying Knight, to be good. I'm trying Hollow to be good. Knight, I think you put so much time into Hollow Knight, I feel like that's a game you're gonna jump back into here and there throughout your I imagine your so, gaming but. life. I kind of. I'm also like. I'm on. I'm literally on the Hollow Knight. Yeah. Like I'm on the final boss. I can. I can do it. And then when I do it, maybe I can reward myself. With I'm just saying. I really think Moonlight is your jam. So let's go into the news. The news. So. Ba 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 ba. If you love that, please tweet at us so I can know who you are. <laughs> yes. In uh, the world of PlayStation, according to this uh, Digital Foundry video that I watched, Sony's gone ahead and actually made two quiet revisions to the PS4 Pro. Uh, the latest, the original model was CUH-7000. Uh-huh. There was a 7100, and now there's 7200. Um, and according to uh, thermal tests and uh, audio tests, that Digital Foundry did, uh, the latest version is actually significantly quieter, quieter, I'm sorry, than the original. Really? Yes. Uh, it's not so much the speed of the fan, it's the pitch of the fan. So they made some adjustments in the fan pitch, probably maybe adjusting the blades or whatever. That would make sense. Um, and it's a lot quieter. Uh, I, I know my PS4 sounded pretty loud if I fire up Doom or... Um, freaking god of war i mean it's also playing 4k but that's the whole point of getting the pro Speaking of another game i should go back to um but yeah so if you're in the market for getting a ps4 pro try and look in the box and see if you can get the 7200 because if you're going to spend the money you might as well get the uh quieter one it has a whole new power supply too because it takes a different cord um i don't know if it has a slightly less power draw they didn't run those tests but mm. If you're in the market for a pro, you might as well get yourself the one that's quieter. Uh, I'm still completely dumbfounded by the fact that both my original Xbox and now my Xbox One X are relatively whisper quiet, especially playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because that game is gorgeous. It's native 4K. and It's a beautiful game. God damn it, Microsoft. I'm just you... – that was one of the reasons I bought it exclusively on the PlayStation is because I – had heard so much shit about it not being good on You bought Xbox. it on Xbox, you mean? No, I Oh, no, you it bought it on PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. So, quick recap for those wondering. Uh, if you have an original PS4, X, uh, original PS4, Red Dead Redemption 2 runs at native 1080p and looks significantly better than the original Xbox, which runs at a sub-900p and looks very blurry. Digital Foundry did a video on this as well. Mm-hmm. If you have a PS4 Pro or Xbox One, Get the Xbox One X version because that is native 4K. Which is better than the PlayStation. And it is hands down the best out of all of them. But don't Uh, play it on original Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, Tristan actually bought an Xbox One X. Just for this game. Just for this game. And 
uh, it looks significantly better and runs significantly better on a 1080p display, not even 4K. Yeah, uh, it's really good. That that Xbox One X system is small and minimal and damn sexy. All right, moving on because I'm still talking about PlayStation. Uh, so this oddly baffling game came out called The Quiet Man. Um, what is this? Is this for Switch? It no, it's up for PS4. It came out. It was the game that I kind of ripped on at E3, and I called it "White Man Beating Up Minorities" because that's all they showed was a white man beating up gang members. It looked like some emo guy. Uh, so apparently, the protagonist is deaf. But this game not got what you do, by the way. No, this game got critically panned by every reviewer. Uh, the game's two or three hours long. But uh, the premise is interesting. You know, the guy's, the guy's deaf, okay? But what's annoying is the fact that there's no sound effects and no dialogue. Uh, and the, which I, I can understand, but the real disconnect is the fact that the protagonist can lip read. So he understands what's going on in the game. You as the player do not because there's no subtitles or anything. Wait. Yeah. So you what? play this two or three hour game with zero noise, zero idea of what's going on. It's like watching a movie muted with no subtitles on. I mean, that's fine, but also like... So what? a lot of people didn't like it. At the very end of the game when you beat it, a message came up that said, um, uh, your questions will be answered a week from release. So we are now a week from release. They released free DLC called Answered. Uh, and basically what this DLC does is it adds sound effects and dialogue. So basically what you should have done is wait a week from release to then play the game because they didn't have the audio tracks ready? No, it's not that they didn't have them ready. It was a, it was a PR stunt. Because you, you play as a deaf guy. Oh. So they thought it was going to be novel and everyone's like, this is stupid. This sucks. I don't know what's going on. Oh, now you release this free DLC. Well, the game wasn't good enough for me, so I'm not going to play it again. Uh, yeah, so um, I ouch. don't think many people are going to play it anyway. Uh, yeah, well, okay. I guess we'll see how that goes. I got some Nintendo news. Moving on, chugging along. YouTube is now available on Switch. Honestly, if you care, it might be novel to have. I don't know if anyone's really... Then again, some people might use the Switch as their daily media contain, uh, uh, consumption device. That's cool. So yeah. you now have YouTube on it. Um, here's something I wasn't expecting. Movies based on games notoriously suck. I mean, you don't have to look any further than Doom and other game to movies that probably sucked. Uh, but However, new, the new Detective Pikachu already had some movie screenings, even though it's in post-production. Uh, and yeah. they've been pretty positive. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've got some news on Hollow Knight that might bum you out. If you were holding no. out, no bumming. If you were holding out for the physical edition of Hollow Knight, I was. It has been canceled. No. Why? The three-person team at Team Cherry, along yeah. with Starbound Games, it was just too much work for them to do. They were kind of stretching themselves too thin, uh, so they actually canceled the physical version for now. Uh, uh, they stated this yesterday. Um, uh, so I, I would pick it up digital if you really, really want to play it. They, according to Team Cherry, they're still planning to release it physically at some point, but they oh. don't know when. All right. Um, yeah. 
So yeah. last week we reported that Nintendo secured trademarks for The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks and Mario vs. Donkey Kong for mobile. They have also uh, re-upped trademarks for Wii Sports Resort and Zelda Twilight Princess for mobile devices as well. I don't think those games are going to come to mobile. Um, I would doubt it. I think they have to book, book those trades, though, just, I think just what, so nobody else can make it. I think that's what they're doing right now is anything that's coming up for trademark, Blocking. they're just throwing it on there just to be Might safe. Might as well own it. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you buy up URLs so you don't have weird sites made next door. Yeah. You try and buy like common spellings like A's and O's because, yeah, otherwise you'll yeah. get hardcore dog porn when you want like – Arts and crafts. Pixel, pixel You'll get rougher.com. Anuses and dog collars. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go has managed to catch 73 million for the month of October. I can't believe that game is still bringing in so much money. It's down from 84 million from uh, the month before, but that's still no small bit of cash. That's a shitload of money. Also, like I think the the game itself is really centered around making you just just buy that five dollar expansion pack because who cares right it's just five dollars who gives a shit yeah but like that's how they make millions is because everybody decides that it's worth it mm-hmm. for sure for sure uh but do reveal business why don't we make like shitty mobile ports that make millions i don't know but they also re-released ingress this week they did why did they do that i mean you got me Probably because they're hoping that if Pokemon Go is so successful, this will be successful and they keep 100% of the profits. Bro, Ingress was, I mean, I suppose, but Ingress was, Ingress was neat, but like didn't really have anywhere near as much of the pull that Pokemon Go had. Like good for them for patching it up so that you can continue to play it if you wanted to continue to play it using the exact same API structure that's there already. Like fine but um that is not the same game it's not the same game at all no 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 and with with half with a with a quarter of the level of intensity that the gamer base was but it's fine i mean like who cares really you know re-release your game good for good for you yeah but Uh, don't expect it to be next pokemon go no uh apitu has revealed the g bros which is a wireless adapter for Switch, uh, which will allow you to connect uh, wired GameCube and NES Classic Edition controllers, as well as SNES Classic Edition controllers, I guess. To the Switch. Um, with super, it's made for Super Smash Ultimate. Mm. Um, so basically, you plug them in, and uh, yeah, you can use them. It comes out December 7th. Uh, Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during Nintendo's Japanese livestream, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, it was revealed that one of Mr. Game & Watch's attacks involves him taking on the silhouette of Native American, complete with a feather on his head. Uh-huh. Uh, this depiction was seen as def- uh, was seen as offensive by many people, so Nintendo said they're going to remove it. I mean, good for Nintendo, but uh, Game & Watch is a classic item uh, from a time in which that was not considered politically incorrect. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. It's an interesting thing when we really get into this subject, and so I'm going to avoid it. Yeah. Um, but I will say that uh, I can respect Nintendo for listening to what 
the viewers want, and I respect that. It's tough because there's such a. It's so easy for a vocal minority to become real big with a collective voice. Absolutely. I don't know. We're gonna shelve that. Yeah. Um, Nintendo Switch Online subscribers are getting Metroid, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Twin B on November fourteenth. I don't care about any of those. Nope. I played like. 10 minutes of that. I basically only bought, only subbed to the annual plan just for cloud saves. Yeah. That's really it because that's the only way I could back up my saves. And if something happens and I lose my game saves, I'd be pretty pissed. Um, moving on to X-Bone. X-Bone. Also known as Xbox One. Sorry, Phil. I know you hate the word X-Bone, but I'm going to say it anyway because you don't listen to this. He does. He said he does. that, he said that like, the week after everyone was calling it X-Bone. But it is the X-Bone. I know. I know. Uh, the original Crackdown title is available for free on Xbox okay. One. It's also Xbox One enhanced. You just have to go in the store, search for it, and uh, check out. And it's free. Excellent. Um, that, was a, that was a pretty solid game, actually. I might download that because it was a good game. Yeah, I I never played it. Um, oh, I got playing. I, yeah. I downloaded it. I also downloaded. It's part of Games Pass. Uh, Saints yeah, Row Four. It didn't age super good. Saints Row Four looked like it'd be fun. Saints Row Four is fun. So I down. That's the one where you're like killing all the aliens and shit. Yeah, it's basically Crackdown, but updated. Yeah, it looks fun. So I I picked that up. Um, Saints I, Row. Do you know? Do you ever play Saints Row One? Like you never played any of the original. Stuff, I right? played like a little bit of it. My friend had it in college, Saints and I, I remember being blown away by like the aesthetic and yeah. the smoke and fire explosion effects at the time. So Saints Row One and like Two tried to be a serious like gangster GTA kind of follow up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they they were pretty serious games but then in the second one they started to just like add a little bit extra jokes and like a little extra kind of like being loose with stuff and like a little over the top commentary and in the third one they sort of said screw it like we're gonna have fun with this and gave people like dildo swords that you could smack people with (laughs) and you could get real weird with the weaponry and you could get real weird with um the way the game played and you could sort of be your own version of a gangster like it was real loose in Saints Row the Third, and then Saints Row Four came out, and they were just like, "Fuck it, we're like." <laughs> I watched. I <laughs> we're watched, doing whatever we want. I watched. Who gives a shit? I watched the trailer, and I was like, "Dude, I'm sold. This looks hilarious." It's, it is so hilarious, but like, it's funny to me that they started out trying to make a serious GTA knockoff. Yeah, and completely. Because I I hadn't really followed the series, and when I watched the trailer for Four, I'm like, "Yo, this is so different than the Saints yeah. Row One I remember." Yeah, it's entirely. I was like, these guys clearly were like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want and just had a real good time. Yeah. Because it was funny because in the the trailer, there's a guy and a girl, uh, and the guy's like, the woman's like, what's wrong? And the guy's like, I just want really rough sex right now. And she's like, all right, you get on top, shut up, don't ask any questions. She's like, okay, done. And I was (laughs) like, whoa. There's a lot in this game, man. It's. Pretty funny looking. I'm, I actually may may play that a little bit here and there. It's interesting. Um, and I know. So here's another thing. Uh, yeah. New new bit of news. So I know I'm the vocal minority. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that vocal minority has grown quite a bit since the release of Mass Effect Andromeda. 
after its uh, patches, it's a pretty fun game. I had a good time. Didn't finish it, out it for free now. No, but it's got an Xbox One X update uh, for uh, Xbox One X enhanced gameplay. It adds 4K HDR support. Oh. Um, so basically, at the end of that, I wrote, "Here's hoping EA doesn't push another engine down developers' throats. It's not meant for certain gameplay genres." Because that's what they did with Bioware. They were like, you need to use Frostbite. And that game, uh, that engine was designed for first-person shooters and uh, did not have... Uh, Good support for their over-the-shoulder stuff. No, no support for over-the-shoulder, no support for action, no support for, like... like When you make a game so massive, you can't hand-animate all that dialogue for NPCs. With, and it's just... yeah. That I feel bad. I really feel for that dev uh, dev team because they were younger, they were newer, and they were thrown in this really shitty situation. And had to make the best out of it, especially with a such a beloved um, franchise. Title. Yeah. Uh, moving on over to industry news. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. Okay. Has shipped over four million copies across all platforms and regions, according to Capcom. Good. That's cool. I think Chris is going to just still wait it out for Switch. Probably. Uh, that is not a title that is on my radar at all. So I liked it, and then I stopped playing because Red Dead 2 came out, which I wasn't expecting to like, and there's just too many games, too many games, too many games, too many, too games, many. Too many games. Too many too games, many but games. we also have like 0% self-control, so that's another problem. Yes. 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 Uh, new DLC and a free patch are set to drop for Jurassic World Evolution across all platforms. This paid DLC, titled The Secrets of Dr. Wu, will bring new missions, facilities, and of course, dinosaurs to the theme park simulator. I don't have a, uh, a price for the paid DLC, but there's also a free patch coming that will add an optional day-night cycle, new behavioral patterns for dinosaurs so you don't see them doing the same goddamn thing over and over and over, and a new uh, new challenge contracts. Um, I dropped that game because it was more frustrating um, than, yeah. I, than I was hoping it would be. It was a real bummer. It was beautiful, but there were just a lot of gameplay gotchas that annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, um, but the free patch as well as the paid DLC will drop November twentieth. Okay, so that's coming out. Coming up, coming out. You know what else came out? Mm. Square Enix talked about their financial successes and failures. Oh yes, it's not looking so hot. Following the success of Octopath Traveler on Switch, the latest financial results for Square Enix have been revealed. The things aren't as rosy as they may appear to be. So on the outside the, looking in. What's the um the company reported switch. a thirty three million dollar loss, which was primarily linked to the new studio Luminous Productions, shifting focus to smaller RPG titles. Okay. Uh like Octopath Traveler and I Am Setsuna. Um according to Games Industry, the studio's plan to create other entertainment content was dropped with attention returning to large scale high quality triple A games. So Luminous Productions will no longer work on cool little games. They're going to work on big, boring, AAA things like Final Fantasy XV. Oh, just kidding. Square Enix also announced that they're canceling 75% of the planned DLC for that game. There was going to be DLC based on every character. Those have all been canned except for one of them. All right. 
Um, yeah. So the that's, that's a lot. Square Enix decli- uh, uh, reported declines across the board over a six-month period, with net sales, operating income, and ordinary income all suffering significant drops. Um, that's that's a bummer. I also feel like it doesn't help that Tomb Raider, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, or no, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? What the fuck is it? Shadow, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I feel like probably didn't perform that well, to be honest. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. I, it was a really good title. There was a lot of hype about it, but I think that the excitement about Red Dead... Eclipsed it. Eclipsed it. Which is kind of what happened with... Uh, and Spider-Man, too. Spider-Man was there... It was like Spider-Man, and then the Spider-Man hype sort of died directly into Red Dead hype. Well, uh, and and Rise of the Tomb Raider came out a week after Spider-Man did. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And well, I was like, because but all three of these games are are amazing, but like I don't. That's like they screwed themselves they with have the attention span for all three. Like the pre lot. the prequel Rise of the Tomb Raider came out like the day of or the week of I think GTA Five. Yeah, and remember they screwed themselves there too. I'm like, I'm surprised you guys made the same mistake. But to be fair, it's a really good game. To be fair, Red Dead Redemption Two got canceled twice, um, but still, like, push your game, push back, push it back, man. Um, yeah. So, sorry, Square Enix, Squeenix. They'll be fine. They'll figure shit out. They'll figure it out. Uh, hot in the heels of the. Oh, I already said that. Just kidding. Moving on. After a half a decade, a game that I completely forgot exists is now heading into beta. Which is? DayZ. Ooh, oh. Has been an alpha for five years. I don't know how many people played that. If Tristan was here, he would know because. I definitely didn't play that. He knows all those sort of things. But yeah. There were uh, people at my old, uh, my old, old co workers that. Uh, were real, real big into it when it first came out, but that's back when it was still a mod and not a standalone game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. But I don't know, man. With like Overwatch and PUBG, I don't know what the player base looks like. Yeah, it's difficult to difficult to say, but usually they're pretty dedicated to what they want to do. You know. Yeah. Uh, so one of the games I really liked a lot this year, uh, YS8 Lacrimosa of Dana. Yep. Uh, made by a company called Falcom. And they confirmed they're going to be releasing uh, multiple new titles by September 2019 of next year in Japan, yeah. uh, including a new YS game that's going to take place after the events of YS8. Um, so YS8 came out, I guess, like 2016. Mm. I never played it. It came out like two, later, two years later on Switch. I played it there. Loved it there. So I'm excited. I hope this game gets localized to come stateside relatively quick because mm. I would like to dive in. And I hope it comes to Switch. There's no word on it coming to Switch, but Falcom said that they are uh, hoping to do it. Going, yeah, they want to support the Switch you know, moving forward. Um, it's a great platform this, for this sort of stuff. So it is. It. it is. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 sales have topped 17 million copies in under two weeks, about 12 days. That's insane. It is insane, but you know what I thought of? Mm. The 80 plus million that GTA 5 sold. So I'm not as surprised. However, however, that's 80 million for what, like five years now? 17 million in under two weeks is pretty damn crazy. That's insane. 
because it's also considering that GTA 5 was sold on last-gen systems, PS3, Xbox 360. It's also on PC. It's also on PS4. It's also yeah. on Xbox One. So it's a sh- like... shit ton more platforms. Yeah. So Dropping everywhere. Good for them. That game's cool. Uh, real quick, if you are having an issue where after Chapter 2, uh, you uh, have significantly less people in your camp, it's a bug. Rockstar knows about it. If you just Google it, um, they have a temporary workaround. I don't know what it is because I didn't have that problem yet. It's probably like continue with the story. It'll work itself out. Yeah, there's a certain there's a certain mission um, that Reddit users kind of pinned it down to, and Rockstar confirmed it. So they have a small workaround. Um, they know about it. There'll be an update to fix it. So Cool. Moving on, Ubisoft. They announced they will be altering some of the game maps in Rainbow Six Siege by removing various references to gambling, violence, sex, and even skulls. Which is great because, I mean, in Red in um, Rainbow Six Siege, where you are definitely shooting people, we want to, you know, not... I mean, that's this just means that you can't gamble, gamble with people having sex with skulls. That's big. That's yeah. true. It's very important we keep that in mind. Or gamble with people who have sexy skulls. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so the reasoning is because Rainbow Six Siege uh, is coming to China. And China is oh, very restrictive. Yeah, very so, uh, I mean, it makes sense for Ubisoft. They want to just have one um, map and everything to work with globally. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of annoying, though, that because China's so so goddamn censor happy that mm-hmm. the rest of the world kind of loses all that it's important to keep in mind though that there are far more people in china oh no i get it like if they well yeah but the game market in china is remember I, just I say it's probably pretty comparable if you're mm. already looking at 50 percent buy-in let, like let's say Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. the full pool here I don't know numbers, but just for easy numbers, let's say that there's like 100 players in the U.S. that play this game. And I'm sure it's more like several million. I get it. But but, re- but remember, China just allowed game consoles. 300. Yeah, but they just allowed game consoles. I'm So I'm saying there's a huge new market to tap into, and they know that. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, but they're one of the few companies that will have games that will be allowed to release because it will make it through the sensor. Yeah. And they're making sure that it'll make it through the sensor. No, I know. I get right? that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. I do have a random fun fact, if you want me to go over that while we still have a little yeah, bit of time. The, what's the fun fact? So the MPD uh, announced a list of the top-selling games uh, in the U.S. since 1995. Okay. Um, Who wins? For some reason, 1995... I don't have in the list, so I don't know what happened to that because I suck nuts. <laughs> For 1996, the top-selling game was Super Mario 64. 1997 was Great. Mario Kart 64. Great game. 1998 was Zelda Ocarina of Time. Great game. 1999 was... Pro tip, my answer to all these is going to be great game because I probably have played all these games. Donkey Kong 64. Great game. Uh, you see a pattern here? A lot of Nintendo. 2000 was a Pokemon Stadium. Also a great game, but I actually I didn't own that one. I my cousin owned it. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't. I mean, it's Pokemon, 
But I, I would not think that that was a top. I wouldn't think that would be a top selling game. But yo, in two thousand, Pokemon was the shit. It was the shit in two thousand. Two thousand one, Madden NFL two thousand two was a top selling game. Mm. In two thousand two, one of my favorite GTA games, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That's a great game. It is a great game. I just loved the tropical environment. I didn't like San Andreas because they were. All you had to do Rockstar. was follow the damn train, CJ. Rockstar was dicking around with like weight requirements and eating, and I was like, "Yo, I don't want to do that. I just want to." Yeah, well, they really. I just want to go crazy. You could get. It was hilarious though how big you could get in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just go and eat McDonald like Mc McCluck Burger. Yeah. A million times. <laughs> Uh, in 2003, top-selling game was Madden NFL 2004. Yes. In 2004... I'm not a sports fan, so... In 2004, the top-selling GTA game was San Andreas. I didn't realize, you know... Man, they were able to pump out... They pumped out three GTA well, games back then. You have to keep in mind, this is before they discovered microtransactions. Yeah. If you look at the Rockstar release schedule... It was a game every two or three years that were amazingly good banger games, and then GTA Five dropped, and they didn't make a title for like five or six years. To be fair, they were also significantly smaller games with a lot less dialogue, um, and game development was a lot easier back then. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We have high expectations uh, and here in the game realm. We're talking about... You better meet them. Talking about games that rival movie budgets small movie budgets sometimes it's bananas in pajamas make them way back bananas in pajamas coming after your kids that's weird 2007 (laughs) oh no sorry 2005 uh top game was madden 2006 2006 top game was madden 2007 boring as fuck (laughs) 2007 guitar hero 3 (laughs) legends of rock that was a good game you know also was a good game your mom.com. What? 2008's Rock Band. Okay. In 2009, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's a solid game. Like Everyone that should still play game that game a lot. In 2010, there's a lot of Call of Duty for the rest of this. 2010 was Call of Duty Black Ops. Mm-hmm. 2011 was Call of Duty Call Modern Ops. Warfare 3. Yeah. 2012 was Cod Blops 2. Yep. 2013 was GTA 5. Yeah. Not surprised. So yeah, that was that was when uh, Tomb Raider came out because they just got destroyed. Like you can't compete with that. You're crazy. You're crazy, Square Enix. You do this shit to yourself. You do this shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. You release, you release season two of Life is Strange, and I didn't pick it up because I didn't it doesn't any of the Life is Strange. Games. I loved season one. But season two came out, and I didn't pick it up because it doesn't have Max and Chloe. And I was like, mm, I'm That's not gonna pay. Played the first one. I'm not gonna pay forty dollars for to hear a different story. Yeah. So when it's on sale, Square Enix, I'll pick it up on Xbone. But you don't get my forty dollars because you. Yeah, I think that's fair. Doubled the price. Call of Duty Black Ops Three was for 2015. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare was 2016, and fucking Call of Duty World War Two was 2017. Man, that's. And this year is gonna be Red Dead Redemption Two. It's kind of like it's a Almost bummer. Guarantee it's, this year is Red it's so like disappointing to look at that and see. I'm surprised that Overwatch didn't make 2016. Yeah, it's so disappointing to kind of look at that and like 
you know, from 96 to like 2000 was all like completely different games, completely different games. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you hit, once Madden comes out, and especially 29 to 2017, it's just like Call of Duty, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, where's all the other really cool games? Where's Horizon Zero Dawn? You know, where's these cool other games that are out there? God damn, multiplayer shooters. I'm done. I'm done, Will. I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'm no longer into them, bro. Moonlighter I'm is gonna you. be Moonlighter is gonna be 2018. Moonlighter is not gonna be 2018. Yeah, it I'm is. MP doesn't. I love the MP. doesn't it. know shit. No, dude. I'm all about Moonlighter. It's probably gonna be great. No, it, will, it won't. It won't it, be. But there's no it way. It won't be. No. Yeah. It's not. It's really good though. Uh, that's all I got, man. RDR2. You want to take us out? Um, yes, I believe that I do. Um, thank you, guys, everybody, for listening uh, to our episode 141. Um, it's fun to do this every episode, every week. We get up and have some coffee and talk games, shoot shit, and have a great time. We appreciate you joining and giving us part of your day as well, because I know that uh, there are a lot of things that you could be doing and you chose to listen to our podcast. So thank you for doing that. Probably while you're uh, working or you're driving. Yeah, and that's fine, and, you know, whatever floats your boat. If you're doing this um, in the background, then uh, cool. <laughs> most most people yeah. listen to our podcast on their iOS device uh, through, like, a web player, it looks like. Yeah, that's streaming. Yeah, streaming, streaming yeah. Did you know there are, like, a whole bunch of apps that you could use, so download an app. There's Overcast. Overcast We're great. on Spotify. Are we on Spotify? Yeah, dude. Oh, that was like two weeks ago. Remember, I was super pumped. We got on Spotify. I was like, oh, my God, we're on Spotify. And I was probably sleep deprived. No, you talked about it. You just forgot because you are you got old man brain. Old man brain. Um, well, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. Um, if you wanted to support our show, there's a couple of great ways to do that. And if you're still listening to me speak at this point, instead of hitting skip to the next episode, good for you. Um, what you should do is you should leave us a nice five-star review on iTunes or your podcast distribution method hub of choice. It really goes a long way towards getting our name out there and finding other viewers like yourself who could appreciate our, um, our delightful tones in the morning and the evening. Uh, and if you wanted to support us in a more financial way, it is um, uh, nice of you to even consider it, but you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash pixelrater and become a monthly donor. It really goes... Uh, a lot of the way towards supporting our website costs and our podcast costs. Not a single cent of that goes into our pockets. Hey, Will. Uh, at least my pockets. It goes into Antonio's pockets because he pays for the web dev stuff. So well, I'm going to derail you for a second. Wow. So I'm looking up a USB-C to... You can also join us on Twitter. To three and a half millimeter adapter. And in Chrome, I typed in USB-C.com. USBC.com. Did you ever go to Google and type in Google? Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of those moves. Is there a thing? No, it's not a real address. We should buy it. Uh, I typed in USB.com. Oh. I should type, uh, no, but. USBC.co takes you to bowlerstore.com. USB.com takes you to 53 merchant services, which is weird because. Interesting. Oh, Fifth Third Bank. If I were the. USB foundation or whatever the hell, I would just buy that so people knew what USB and USB standards were. It looks like Fifth Third bought it so they could hook people in. Then again, I guess who would actually read that? Stupid ass bank. Stupid bank. Fuck you, Fifth Third Stupid bank. Stupid bank. Piece well, of we don't shit. Know. Makes there, no sense. Great. 
I don't know. Maybe. Should give us money. Invest wanna, in us if you're so I great. Find out about their lawyer team if they're hard. Invest good. in us. Point is, uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate your time. Yeah, we, we love appreciate you. you. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Yes. Play some video games and get at me on Twitter. Our individual handles are down in the description below. We'd love to chat games anytime, anywhere, any place. Let's do it. Let's game. Let's talk it. All right, get the hell out of here. Hey, listeners, you're our family. I'm going to start calling you fam from now on. That's a thing that you could do. We love you guys. We love you, fam. Okay. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.